Welcome to the Limitless Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Mason. The time is now for us to break free of conditioned habits, use our unique gifts to make a massive impact on the world, and let our souls finally take the stage. I'm bringing you all the nuggets of wisdom I've discovered on meditation, mindful business, and spirituality. I'll be connecting with other creative entrepreneurs who have manifested outward success by doing inner work. Success comes from within. Let's go on this expansive journey together. Welcome to the Limitless Soul Podcast. You are in for a treat today. I have on some powerful, powerful women today on the podcast. The other day, I had this intuitive download that I could not ignore. I'm not going to lie. Spirit has a funny way of showing up sometimes, and it doesn't feel like it's the right timing because there's just been so much going on in my life. I was like, I, I was about to take two days or two weeks off of recording the podcast and just, you know, recalibrate, collect myself. And we had a a flood in my hometown. Um, I live in Midland, Michigan. And I mean, the president was here. Our governor was here. It was a pretty massive crisis that's going on in my city right now. And so the last couple of days have been pretty busy. My husband's a firefighter, so he's been at work uh, nonstop and I've been with my children and my mom is gone and my dad is it lives on the lake and the water it's just crazy craziness here and luckily everyone is safe and thank you for all the prayers and messages um, but during this time I got this download that was like you need to gather powerful women and share this message and I'm like oh okay well what message would that be <laughs> What message would that be, Spirit? And um, the more I sat with it, the more I knew that I didn't know the need to know the exact answer to that question. I just needed to get the people together that were going to deliver the message. And so I reached out to a few people that I was instantly drawn to to help me and share this really beautiful space. And some of them have been on the podcast before, so you'll hear some familiar voices if you've been listening for a while. So I'm going to share with you who's all on today because we hopped right into it. And I want to make sure that you know who these amazing, incredible souls are before we get started. So first up, I have Andy Scarborough. She is the owner of Crownworks Beauty Rituals and Frame Salon in Santa Monica. And I've had her on, this is her fifth time. (laughs) We did a double feature a few weeks ago. She was my first guest ever on my podcast. She's one of my very, very, very dearest. uh, Friend doesn't even explain who she is to me. And I I love having her on the podcast because I feel so held and I feel so safe and it's really easy for me to communicate the things that are going on within. You know what I mean? It's like when you need to get out the good stuff and the deep stuff, it's nice to have your it's nice to have your people around. Next up is my good friend Bree Bird. She is the creator of Main Mystic and Oracle Offerings. She's a hairstylist turned healer. Brie has such a powerful presence and I asked her to open up the sacred space that we are holding during this conversation with a prayer. So you're going to hear her first off opening up this space with a prayer. So I just can't wait for you to hear that. 
We also have Miranda Bennett. She's owner of Boundless Warrior. She's a clairvoyant, spiritual guide, and holy guardian shamanic practitioner. Miranda owns a healing ranch retreat center in Colorado where she does her healing work and teaches esoteric and shamanic modalities. Miranda is committed to upholding the sacredness and protection of indigenous teachings and to help facilitate growth and heart-based integrity while walking the sacred path of spirituality. Miranda and I just got introduced by Brie and I am just so in love with her. She's beautiful energy, an amazing mission, and she closed up the space today with an amazing prayer and it's just so, so beautiful. And to round it out is Prema Zilberman. She is a dear friend of mine and spiritual sister. You can also catch her on episode number 35 of the Limitless Soul podcast when we're talking about practical spirituality. Prema has over 15 years of in-depth spiritual learnings and practice. She's a life and relationship coach, and she uses spirituality to accomplish all of her life goals, including marrying the man of her dream, becoming a lawyer, and creating a multi-million dollar architecture firm that serves billion-dollar clients in New York City. Her passion is sharing what she learned through meditating and spending time in India with Guru Satya Sai Baba, learning and traveling the world with Tony Robbins as one of his platinum partners and many other teachers and practices along the way. So tune out the outside world, plug in with me and these ladies as we open up this sacred space and beautiful conversation about intentional living, divine feminine energy, and shifting into the new world with peace and ease and love. Welcome ladies. I am so this is so beautiful and thank you so much for being here with me today. We have people from all all over, all over the country here to gather together to bring this amazing energy forward. We're in um, the new moon of Gemini right now. So that's super, it just feels very special to have this, this time to gather with other women um, to bring forward just a really strong intention and message to all of you who are listening. And I hope that you feel like you're here right along with us um, as we enter into this really beautiful sacred space. Um, there's so much happening energetically right now with three planets in retrograde and so much is being revealed. And um, I just thought that it would be such a beautiful experience to get together and really set some strong intentions for us moving forward and um, get different perspective as well. I know we've all been like alone and isolated and have been with ourselves in our own minds and our own energies. So expanding this outward and really opening up the conversation is going to be so beautiful. So thank you for being here. And to start off today, my friend Bree is going to open up this sacred space and um, get us all ready and connected and together since we're across the ethers. So I'm going to go ahead and bring Brie on. Hi, Brie. Hello. Hi. Hi. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for putting this all together. So exciting. Yeah. So let's go ahead and drop in first before we kind of travel down the the labyrinth, so to speak. We are definitely not in linear time anymore. We are in spiral time as a collective, as a human race. And, you know, whether you're uh, listening to this call or you're here in sacred space together, all of us sisters, we can all do this together. We can all meet in energetic, sacred space transcending time 
and location. So first just begin by taking a couple of deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth with a sigh. And bring your left hand to your heart and your right hand just under your belly button, right where your sacral lies. Taking a moment to notice your heartbeat. This rhythm of life that keeps you balanced and always moving forward. Know that you are always protected. You are always safe in this place. You are supported by the elements, by the four directions, by your angels, your ancestors, your guides, source. You are always supported. The proof is in the pudding. It's right here in your heartbeat. See if you can notice your heartbeat in your sacral. Noticing how these two places are connected through pulse. This is the seat of creation where things go to be birthed and rebirthed. And notice how we are collectively in the middle of a rebirth. Notice how with just the sound of your heartbeat, with the feel of your heartbeat, so much can come into balance. So we thank our heartbeat for beating. And we thank our ancestors, our guides, our angels, source, creator, God, goddess, on all of the above. And we ask that this conversation lead us into only our highest and best. Thank you. So much gratitude to the heartbeat. When you're ready, go ahead and flutter open your eyes with a big smile. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Brie. Beautiful. I feel so connected to all of you right now. Wow, that's so amazing. <laughs> thank you. Great way to start this amazing conversation. Andy, I'm gonna go ahead and turn it over to you. Thank you so much, Brie. This is so Perfect. Perfection. Andy, if you wanted to help to uh, set the set the tone for today. Hi. Hi, Hi. lovely. Brie, that was so beautiful. Thank you again for that. 
just the, I mean, the bat set the tone, I think the power of the heartbeat, right? Just coming back to that drumming and that unifying rhythm that we're all moving to all the time. So thank you. Um, I was so flattered to be invited to pull some cards for us today. That's really fun. It's always, we, we may have an idea about what is up for us, but then spirit like throws in a curveball on a card and that can be kind of a fun wave to ride. Um, I, I, felt, I felt called to do a, a three card pull that I've been doing a lot recently, really just addressing, um, as came forward for Brie, that this is such a massive rebirth that we're going through as a collective right now. And it's not just hitting one area. I mean, much like the planets you said are in retrograde right now, like it's getting us on all fronts, any place that we might have a pain point or a crack on the foundation, like it's all getting shown. So I've been really trying to pay attention to what's happening in all of the bodies you know, the physical, the emotional, uh, the mental, and the spiritual. Or to look at it in terms of consciousness, right? Our basic self, the animal body, uh, our, our conscious mind, which is, which is where our um, thoughts and emotions live, and then our higher self, the spiritual self. So I have three decks that I'm pulling from today. Um, one is the Wild Unknown Animal deck, which I just love. And then the Carolyn Mace uh, archetypes deck that really represents that conscious mind. And then the Rebecca Campbell work your light deck. So just a sweet Oracle message from our highest self. So we'll start with the animal body. And what I ask for here is just for spirit to guide what the body of humankind is really experiencing, asking to be shown, known, healed, or revealed. And we get the spider. So spider medicine, right? The, the wheel, right? The wheel creativity. I mean, she is one of the oldest matriarchal symbols of the creator. And there's an intricate connectedness between everything. There's no denying that just like our heartbeats, everything is linked together. So, so spider medicine is a beautiful omen of fertility, of creativity, of abundance. Also of like kind of a shit ton of patience, right? <laughs> so it's about putting in the work and then waiting and knowing that in that like supreme creativity and receptivity that what we need will come to us as long as we stay diligent and focused and tend our web, tend our connections, then our receptivity net is strong. So I think that's a beautiful message for the basic self today. And then for the conscious mind, what's moving in human consciousness, what parts of ourselves, what aspects of humanity are asking to come forward to be known, what shadows are moving to be brought to light, to be incorporated into the wholeness and the holiness of all we are. And we get the vampire. <laughs> So super light reading, guys, gonna be great fun. Um, shit, right? The vampire card. Uh, so that's one that makes you cringe a little bit. Definitely leans harder on the, the shadow in our immediate association with it. Um, 
the shadow attributes of the vampire are depleting others for our psychic survival. And I think that's really interesting in the way that we think about the way that we've been using the web of connectivity um, in a really toxic, competitive, comparative way in that there's this like feeding or fear-based um, need to like siphon energy off each other. And I keep joking in this time, like we've all been sent to our rooms and it's like, we've got a hot box, our own like internal dynamic and, and any relationship we have with ourself and others. And so, you know, talking about resourcing our energy, like really being sent home into ourselves, back to the center of our own web of our own connection to see where we're really sourcing that from and is it sustainable? And of course this has a much bigger picture too about how we relate to the earth, how we relate to um, each other in terms of like class, wealth, like all of these things, there's such an imbalance in that, that there's so much taking and there's not enough giving because we are, again, I, I go back to the spider, right? Like there's this interconnectedness um, that speaks of interdependence over independence. And that feels like a really valuable piece in this right now is is finding new value in the way that we source from each other but also more personal responsibility so that's a really interesting combo and then lastly the sweet message from spirit from our higher selves the ever unfolding rose the message is cracked open it's happening for you not to you <laughs> Right, so I don't know how much we need to go into that one. That's kind of nail on the head, right? So yeah, I mean, just really trusting. And again, even when I look at the petals on the rose and the symbolism of the spider web, right? There's that interlacing, that interdependence, that one limb can't move without it affecting the other. And just such the gentleness of the way that a flower blooms that it doesn't really elbow any of the other petals out of the way. Nobody is like competing, you know, for, for bee time, right? Like there's just space enough for everyone. And in that divine trust and gentleness, again, moving us into cleaning up some of our, our relationship with abundance and source. Um, and then trusting that what we need is going to come to us. So... Yeah, just a little, just a little light card pull to, to start off. Just a little, just a little lightness. <laughs> illuminating thank, that dark side. Thank you for letting me share that. Yeah, thank you, Andy. I feel like, you know, sometimes the messages are right in front of our faces. And when we read cards, sometimes we're, we're shown that, okay, these things are actually happening right, right in front of our faces, especially during this time. Um, Prema, you've been in um, New York City this whole time where it's like you're like really in the incubator and um, like what has been going on for you in that space like what's being revealed for you in that space of like like literally going from hustle bustle everything's so fast everything's moving everyone's touching everyone's so intimate and and being removed from that, what do you feel like is um, being revealed for you? And that's kind of a space. So you guys, you all mentioned being kind of like sent to your room and being alone and isolated. In New York, it's basically impossible. 
right? So I lived in downtown Manhattan and my office is a couple blocks away and the office building is open. So we actually still continue going to our office and there's people, not, of course, not as many, but there's still plenty of people everywhere. And energetically, it's, the energy is very potent here and I feel a lot more, uh, especially in the beginning, there was a lot more fear, of course, and tension and sadness and grief and uh it's it's still in the air it's still here um unfortunately um what's being revealed to me is like no matter what's happening just keep going and like so i run a business and you know we're doing our best to keep everyone employed and just run just keep on going as much as we can and making the best use of our resources and i'm just constantly i feel like i'm constantly given energy and direction to just keep going forward no matter what yeah, that's really beautiful because it's it feels so much like a lot of people are being told to slow down. But on the other end of the thing, I totally feel you because I've been getting that same feeling too. It's like slowing down, but still creating momentum because if it's coming to such a standstill, it's like the the world that we have to re-enter re back into is going to keep moving like coming down, slowing it down enough that we can realize that we have to keep going. It's just kind of a very strange paradox. It's like, slow down, keep going. Um, for you, I know you're pregnant and like, you're, you're literally like incubating a child too that is about yes. to come into this world. Um, how does that feel like coming you know, s switching this whole world around and bringing new life, like literally birthing new life into this, into this space. It's really interesting. So I'm 36 weeks pregnant and I felt the whole time he was part of the journey and part of, you know, keeping me in the momentum and keeping me going. So, you know, you know, when you're pregnant, you have moments when you're, you feel vulnerable and tired and yet, I felt a force of just moving forward. And in some ways we're working more than ever because we have to work with what was, what is, and what will be. So it's three different levels of how we're approaching work and, you know, keeping our staff and, and keeping everything intact at the same time, we know we will have to evolve. Things will not be the same. Um, so being pregnant, running a business, being in downtown Manhattan, um, it's, energetically it's been very powerful and i felt like i had to transfer the high intense fearful energy into something that's more useful and powerful in the way that's um that you could actually use as opposed to let it use you so um yeah it's been interesting to say the least yeah that's a really powerful statement it's like transmuting energy transmuting fear and i think that's such a powerful powerful statement right now because so many people are allowing like what you just said it to to use them to rule them instead of pulling that energy transmuting it and actually using it for good right and i know all of you women who are here even though it seems like we've slowed down to a snail's pace it's like that energy is being, I mean, Andy and Bree and Miranda, I know all of you guys have just been putting that energy to good use. Like it is being transmuted. And I haven't really thought about that until just now, like being this transmutation of energy instead of like, um, 
you know, destroying it, creating new energy. It's like we're, we're literally siphoning it through and seeing how we can work with what we've got. That's a really interesting um, perspective. I haven't really thought about how, how do you like, cause you're so calm Prima all the time, just like chill as a cucumber, but she's like such a powerhouse, like lawyer, businesswoman, does relationship and dip, like feminine and masculine energy work with relationships and stuff like so cool. How do you harness that? And like, how are you feeling like you can harness that and, and ground it so that you can actually channel it out for the benefit so, of people? So energy is energy, no matter what the format is. And it's up to us to transform it to what we want it to be. So I think it goes back to having really good foundations and basics and like knowing yourself and knowing who and what you are. And we're all just balls of beautiful light and energy and knowing that nothing could ever destroy us. And just always coming back to that place. So when, no matter when things get really hard energetically or no matter what, I just, I just tap into my center and just like, I know no, nothing's going to happen. Everything is fine. It's an illusion. You know, things will go up and down. And it's just a matter of us just coming back to that center and, and creating what we really want. So if things are not going the way we want them to go, we just do our best to create what we want. And if it's not meant to be, something better will be just having that constant um basic foundation of knowing so that that's what helps me yeah <laughs> i was muted that's funny this is fun just navigating these ethers right here um yeah turning back into ourselves instead of focusing so outward is i feel like there's been a lot of distraction um for many people it's, it, you can get very pulled into the illusion very pulled into the 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 facade of all of it and you know returning to ourselves is definitely an important key in in staying grounded thank you prema um miranda i'm gonna go over to you here hi miranda hi how are you i'm great thank, thank you for inviting me yeah thank you for being here um wonderful women Yes, this is a powerful, this is a powerful group right here. <laughs> How are things for you like, for this time that, you know, we've been in this, um, as Andy has been calling this incubation period of, of really turning inward and being with ourselves, what is, has been the biggest things that have been revealed to you? Well, I definitely think that, um, as you said, everybody's going through their own uh, incubation. Uh, and there has been a lot of peeling back the layers, uh, really looking at things within ourselves. I've personally have been extremely busy and I, I, I find that, you know, the slowing down part didn't really happen with me, but what has been so beautiful about it is just going through these experiences with others and helping in and being of service in any way I can be and bringing my, my medicine in to help others and um, see them growing from this. And, and yeah, being in that incubation place because uh, each one of us is going through this shedding of the old, that old illusion, the old program and really finding our peace in in what is for the future how we want to see the future yeah it's interesting because everyone here is 
is so giving and we're our natural state is to give and so it seems a common theme it's like things have slowed down yet like you said we're busier than ever it's like the energy is still being pumped through us to be given and used and um i kept catching myself a lot of this time being like oh this is what this is for oh this is what i've been preparing that for oh god now i can use you know this information or um be able to understand why i know some of the things that i know and before they just felt like like why would i share this or why would i even talk about this and um yeah it's it's a really interesting place to be when you have this um this connection or this inner knowing of if i don't know about all of you ladies but my intuition has just been like super turned on and uh it's that's how this this gathering even happened like i can't there's just so much coming in that it's hard to ignore the messages that are happening um for you miranda what do you feel like your your biggest work during this time was that you know you're you're feeling you seem so grounded and so um you know relaxed into this this place what do you feel like has been keeping you um connected and grounded so that you can carry this forward well i really think even before this uh situation there there has been these ancient teachings coming up from whether it you call it intuition and these psychic abilities and these ancient teachings are coming up for everybody in different ways and um just really uncovering all of this um of what was made before so that we can bring in this new way that our ancestors that were in these ancient teachings of the past that were that are in mother earth um they're just getting uncovered more and more and it's it's really beautiful to see everybody having their own root in that and um again like you said the psychic abilities and and everybody's coming into that and trusting that and believing it uh more because also being you know by themselves and being able to listen to that voice and um and hear that channel coming in very clear and so yeah i think the the restoration of these ancient and beautiful teachings to be uh revered and to to live sacred and to honor each other and and mother earth and i think that that's really pushing everything along you know what about you brie how are you doing over there um pretty good it was definitely like prima said like in the beginning all the fear and like i think i said like this isn't my fear i i'm like like taking on the collectives and <laughs> absorbing all of this anxiety that doesn't belong to me. And I think um, what's, what's been interesting around kind of the whole last two months is like, that was the first reaction. And now I'm kind of in this place where like any of that ickiness is mine and trying to like shirk it off on the collective or say that like, Oh, it doesn't belong to me is not a very good relationship with uh, responsibility. And so this, I guess this time has really helped me get uh, just a better kind of check myself, you know, just to, to really develop a better relationship with self-responsibility and owning my own shit, um, owning my own shadow and like understanding that 
yeah, I feel fear too. <laughs> like, I'm not some like, I don't know, like untouchable being that like that doesn't happen to. It's like uh, been a very illuminating process going through and unpacking, you know, uh, old, you know, old views on um, money, you know, scarcity, uh, scarcity mindset, being able to really flip that around in, um, in a couple months and, and embrace more of an abundant mindset. It's a practice. It's not every day, but um, that has been really amazing. Like every time that I'm freaking out and like unsure of the future spirit source, the universe comes in to my life and, you know, that amount shows up or like that thing shows up, the opportunity is there. Um, the client books, you know, there's just, there's all these little um, like breadcrumbs on the trail, you know? So it makes me feel like I'm going the right way. This is good. Okay. <laughs> it's not always easy, but overall it's, it's a, yeah, powerful experience for sure. Yeah. I love that. The breadcrumbs. It's like we get so distracted, but it's like when we come back, there's the trail. It's like, okay, when we come back, there's those little things that I left for myself. There's those little things that I can keep remembering. I'm finding that a lot too. It's like, thank you, old self. You're doing a good job back there. Cause I'm got it. I got it now. I got it. <laughs> yeah. I think that's beautiful. And I'm going to pop over to Andy here. Um, if you want to share a little bit about what's being coming up from for you, I know you prior to this, you had a huge move and you, like total life deconstruction as it was. Yeah. I, entering into this. Part of me felt like, well, just don't take off your wetsuit and stay in the water. You know, it's, it's probably been, I mean, you and I have joked off, off screen, right. About my like floating in the void for the last like 18 months. Um, and I really, so like so many changes and massive, massive shedding. Um, and it's that, like that point where you think you're naked and then you realize there's something else to take off. Like it's been a, it's been a big period of that. Like I'm still not naked. Like I'm still not fully undressed. And you know, it's interesting, like Prima said, talking about this, like this energy as a fuel source. Um, I think that's been a big theme that I've had to get real, real with myself about um, and understanding because I'm like, I'm a, I'm a busybody. I'm a doer. Um, I've got two different salon businesses and CFO clientele and always got some like a little something I'm mixing on the side. Um, and it just hasn't been available. And I feel like I've been, you know, it's like on the freeway where you get the cones pointing you towards the lane closure and they've been doing it for the last 14 months. Like, Hey girl, you're about to off ramp here. So you might as well start pumping the brakes a little bit. And I'm so grateful for that. And there's been so much grace in that. Uh, and also still that revelation on revelation of how much of that fuel I was using because I was so afraid if I didn't use it, it would run out. And so there's been this really deep trust of, like I've had a very opposite experience as, as some of you all. I have been very not busy and I've been doing a few little things, but I've been also doing a lot of staring at a wall, which is very uncomfortable for me. Um, 
And it's interesting too, because there's been in the midst of this, some medical health things that have come up for me that really have just laid me flat out. And I feel like spirit got a little heavy handed, like you will sit down and you will like it. You will sit down until you like it. And, and now there's this piece of coming back into looking at reintegration of, oh, now I've calibrated. Now I really know what it means to be operating on a full battery. You know, it's like you've been running around on 20% and you just keep turning off that low power mode notification and keep going. And this has been the invitation to really sincerely feel what it's like to have a battery charging. And it's still not, truthfully, charged all the way back up. Um, and I don't know if that's something that you can unknow moving forward. And so how that's going to translate back into life and to not access this energy um, and treat it like pouring gasoline on a fire and just let the adrenaline run it again, which is such a deep groove and muscle memory for me. So lots of, lots of disarmoring the fear response around rest and really sinking into a level of inertia that is very fucking confronting. Yeah. Uh, yes. And I, I keep hearing this theme coming up and even amongst all of us is this kind of masculine working, doing, which I love because I love like the physical world and, and manifesting and doing things and creating. And um, I like being busy actually, <laughs> but this, the concept of, of um, switching into more of that feminine energy, I feel like is a huge call during this time, especially um, for people who are so um, doing, like we're offering so much to this world via our businesses and um, offerings and such. So I I'd like to talk a little bit about that, like what that could feel like integrating back into this world um, from a more feminine perspective from a more um, creative, laid back energy. Um, Prima, can I, I'm gonna bring you on here. You can yep. unmute because I know that you teach on a lot of this stuff about masculine and feminine energy and relationships. Um, if you wanted to talk a little bit about that, like how could this world look like going back into it instead of getting burnt out, burning our batteries, living on putting low power mode until it completely dies. Like what could that look like if we tapped more into the feminine and lived more from that intuitive, free, creative space? So we've been constantly bombarded and taught from birth to give, work hard, and constantly put out, put out, put out as women in, in whatever format, where feminine energy is actually the receiver. It's masculine energy that's doing and giving and feminine energy takes in and receives. And you, and, and you can see that in um, you know, women's um, female parts and men's parts, like the men give and the women receive. And I think the reason why we feel so drained, like Andy, you feel so drained is because you've just been giving, 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 and that's being in the masculine energy and your core is feminine so you're just not being true to who and what you are so i think you know this time is a great time to to slow down and get in touch with okay 
what makes me feel good to receive? Like, what is it? And thing is, you know, whoever is the masculine role in our lives, they're not used to it. They've been conditioned to receive as well. So there to them, it's just like, wait a minute, you want me to give? They're just, they're not used to that either. So it's, it's a lot of um, reconditioning, re- retraining, refocusing and explaining it to them, to the masculine energy that's, you know, in our partner. And it applies to, you know, both men and women. We all have feminine and masculine energy. It's a matter of in any relationship who you choose to be, whether the feminine or the masculine energy. So if you're feminine, do your best to not give so much in, uh, um, you know, doing and providing and do more of really just being. And when you're being, you're, you're able to be more of a, in a flow. And when you're in that flow, the masculine energy is able to rise up and to give. So feminine energy is life and masculine energy is supporter of life. And for, you know, masculine energy, it's been hard to support the feminine because they've been conditioned to also be the receiver. So I think as, as, as we're changing now, it's up to us to really take a step back and look at what, what we need in order to receive and what we want in order to receive and communicate it in, in a very um, non-threatening way. because the masculine parts of our partner and the feminine parts are also in in conflict and they just, they may not know how to work with that. And it's something new to them because they've been conditioned to also receive. Does that make sense? Totally. And even on a, on an energetic level, aside from like human body nature, it's like the collective has been so conditioned to, um, to, to give like we're just always like give the, like the collective energy is so much giving so much putting out and not enough taking in yes there's definitely more of masculine energy in this world because yeah. of that and there needs to be a balance we need more feminine energy yeah and so what i'm like feeling when you're saying that i'm like holy shit like how much i never ask for help how much i never ask for um, people to do things for me or, or even stay open to just receiving how often we are like turn down compliments or we push away, um, people trying to like give us things. And that's a really interesting point that sometimes the shift that we need are these simple little, um, things like that. But I guess the how to, how to transit back into our old life or our old ways, like plug it back in, in a different way. Cause like you said, people aren't going to be used to it. Like what you're always giving. What do you mean? You're not going to give to me as much. And you're also now asking for things. Like, What does that, you know, how does that um, show up? How can that show up as we try to reframe the way that our world works? And, and I think that, you know, I don't know if Miranda or Brie, you guys want to chime in on this, um, but I think it has a lot to do with like our throat chakra and feeling like we can throat and heart, like staying open also to receiving instead of it just coming one way. Um, it's easy to be like so heart centered and, and give, but how can we 
reciprocate that in the opposite way and also speak up and ask and use our voice. Does anyone want to chime in on that? Well, I just want to add, it, it doesn't have any, it doesn't have to be anything big. It could be little things like when the masculine energy opens the door for you, allow them to do that. And don't say like, no, no, I got it. You know, if they like want to carry bags, allow them to do it. Cause we're so used to just stepping in. It's like, oh no, I'm powerful. I could do this. I got this. You are, but let them, you know, be who they are and let them help you. And, it, and it's the little things. Mm. Mm-hmm. Totally. I love that. Um, I, I mean, I couldn't agree with all of that more. And I like come back to the vampire card, right? That just imbalance of where we're sourcing that energy. And again, in my own personal experience, some of the stuff physically that showed up and they say the body is the final messenger. So this has been a lesson I have been avoiding or like artfully dodging for a while, but it's around, you know, my reproductive organs and so I've been down kind of a rabbit hole of research and healing, and I've been like all about that sacral for a long time now. Um, but what I came across recently was uh, a graphic that showed the anatomy of um, female reproductive parts with the larynx, with the throat. And like, it's so similar. And we know too that just like the term creative expression, right? Sacral and throat chakra are connected. That is the loop. And so exercising, I think you're exactly on point with exercising the throat chakra. And for me, that's been showing up a little like, because it is, it is jarring for people to suddenly have a shift in experience with you. And that's where all of the initial wounding in the other person comes forward around judgment or like feeling rejected or wanting to label it as lazy or, you know, all of those, all of those things. Um, is I think about those traffic cones that spirit's been laying out for me and just sort of like walking through the, the tall grass with a stick, you know, making noise like, Hey, this is me. I'm changing. So, you know, there's going to be some changes and just having lots of those conversations now with people, which is a stretch into receptivity and vulnerability to say, Hey, I'm not okay. Or I need help or, things are really shifting for me, or I don't have an answer right now, or whatever it is, but kind of giving people a heads up, like things are probably going to need to shift. And I, I can't necessarily give you the bullet point list of how that's going to look, but I need you to be aware that there's going to be more conversations about this. I mean, a little like when you've got a big talk to have with somebody important in your life, you say, hey, you know, can we talk about this later? Or when is a good time to talk about this? Just so that they can mentally prepare for the change. Um, because the truth is so much of what's happening in the world too, we are all in a trauma response right now. And so that anxiety being up, um, there's, there is that fight or flight or a defensiveness that whether, no matter how evolved we are, that's going to be a go-to response. So giving people warning, I think. And not out of a um, making excuses or being overly permissive or delaying the necessary changes, but just giving people a heads up. Yeah, totally. That communication is so essential, I think, for this creating a new, a new paradigm that we're all really craving. And we can't just act like 
okay, we're just gonna like slip in here. <laughs> it's, like, it's like it needs to be communicated effectively because that's how people can feel calm and accepting and receiving of of the shifts that that we are we're wanting to make. And um, as we talk about like creating a new world and things happening on a collective level, it all essentially starts with us, and then us and us and us and us and us and us and us, and us creates the world. So um, have happening on that individual level and um, really being able to express that um, in ourselves, I think is also just very empowering for others who are going through the same thing, like just as we're doing here now, it's like opening up these conversations, having these moments where we can really say what's really going on, it just gives so many more people permission to do the same and, um, and, and really spark that, that domino effect. I think you're so right. Miranda, did you want to add anything to that, like about like feminine, like balancing that feminine energy, maybe from a shamanic perspective? Yeah, I truly agree with uh, what Prina was saying. And um, I think that we have been kind of forced to go back into that feminine energy, to go back into that, that earth space to connect again with uh, Mother Earth and, um, again, like I said, that ancient energy that's been buried for so long. Um, I think another piece of that is, is being in the observation, observing what is going on, uh, and taking it all in, and really evaluating it and, and seeing what resonates for us, what we want to receive, and then also what we don't want to participate in. You know, I see that, you know, we can go into all these rabbit holes and loops and, and um, where should, you know, where's the popular crowd or where's this or where, you know, and I, I've noticed that being in that observation and really uh, seeing what I want to participate in, what I, I, I need, what I want to receive, I think that's a, a space where we're also um, creating our own way in that, you know, we've been programmed within this, the masculine energy to be doing what we're told and, um, and, and really forcing us to do what is in that program. And I think in this feminine energy, it's, it's like, we're pulling back into this, like what serves my, my purpose, what serves like the greater good, how can I be in better service and um, and I think that that really shows up in, in being in the present. And and we've been kind of forced to to be live each day like, okay, what's what's going to happen tomorrow? What's and um, and be grateful for the present moment and know that okay, handle today, be the best, make today the best day, and then go on tomorrow, you know. And and so it's it's a it's a powerful piece of that observation. I love that observing um, what we even want to receive. I think that's really powerful too. Is is a protecting our own our own sovereignty, our own beingness of what do I even want to allow into my space? What am I open to receiving? I think that's a beautiful question to be asking ourselves too. It's like we don't have to take everything on. We don't have to give everything away. Um, that power of choice and and what is most aligned with um, 
how I want to feel and, and what I want to see. That's really beautiful. Bree, did you want to add anything to that? Um, yeah, I guess the, the biggest thing that, um, I've been working on within that, you know, cr- trying to cultivate that own balance within myself. Cause I am definitely a very masculine powered woman. Like I get shit done. I have for like 10 years. I had, you know, I just do, 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 do. And this time has really given me the opportunity to not do, 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 and to just sit and just like Miranda was just saying, like become the witness, become the observer and like understand that I'm not my thoughts. Like they are something that I get to observe and something that I get to witness, but I can remove myself from them and not, you know, stay in a place of like shame and judgment and guilt of why I'm not doing something, why I'm not, you know, finishing that site or finishing this thing for my booking system or talking to my clients. Like it's just, it's giving me this um, kind of permission to just sit back and watch and see what unfolds um, versus just that. Yeah. That constant giving, giving, giving. Um, So yeah, that has been really helpful within balancing my own feminine energy. It's like embracing the Empress, you know, she is um, in the, the traditional tarot. She's the like receiver. She is, the person who just sits in stillness and waits and you know it's it's pretty amazing like when you do just sit in silence like andy was talking about sitting staring at walls the voices aren't audible you know that the, the spirit does not actually speak at least not to me it's it's more these very subtle sensations these very subtle like nuances that you're just like oh, oh okay I like that. And if I hadn't sat still for 30 minutes, (laughs) not looking at my phone, not looking at my computer, not walking my dog or trying to distract myself with Netflix, I wouldn't have gotten this download. I wouldn't have understood this, this nugget of wisdom that I need in order to move me forward on the right path for myself. So there's so much power in stillness and receiving and allowing, surrendering, you know, yeah, totally. Just that quiet stillness. It's is so interesting how much you can discover and how much you can find out by not even googling. You're not connecting outwardly. Everything is like internally being given to you right there in the quiet. I'm going to unmute Andy here. Yeah, I love I love that, that, I mean, because it does, it takes such a trust to keep staring at the wall and to trust the immobility and to trust the silence. And I love that you said surrender, Brie, because that I think has been the, like the master class for me in this has been, I kept saying, I, like, I want a word bigger than surrender because what I'm experiencing feels so much more than that. And the word that kept coming forward was yield like really to fully yield. And I get goosebumps when I, when I think about that level of like the feminine receptivity, uh, that level of trust. And it is something, it touches a place beyond surrender and it's, 
surrender is not this this thing that we we do once and then we're done right it's an ongoing every day every moment action it's a contact sport sometimes and and sometimes there's i don't know for me i guess i guess for for its toughest warriors come the come the toughest lessons right so spirit often has been kind of heavy-handed with me because that's how I've required it to be in order to take what I need to get from it. Um, and this has definitely been a lesson in holding me in a place of that stillness that has taught me what a yield feels like. And it feels so good. It feels so good. And there is on the other side of that fear or that inertia or the wild thoughts that come up around judgment and laziness and fear and scarcity and like all of that that's just like the thunder clatter, right? There is a deep, deep peace right on the other side of that uh, if, you, if you can soften so immeasurably into it. Yeah, that softening is like key word here. It's like soften, 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 soften more, open, open, open more, surrender more. <laughs> like if if anything, I think that's um, the whole point even of, of, of this time is like you can't resist. You can't you can't resist what is like we've been forced into this for a reason and um, just dropping in deeper and deeper to to being um like you were saying brie just like totally quiet totally still totally open to receiving the messages at this time is just like the most beautiful gift i think that we could have had um is the opportunity to do that because the when you can't when you're up against something that you can't um you can't physically change what do you do well, and it feels so counterintuitive, too, to think that when there's, I grew up in the South, and so, you know, hurricane season and things like that, it feels so counterintuitive when there's something blowing that hard against the structure of what you have deemed safety, that the, the correct action is actually to open the windows. Yeah. Right? Because if you don't open the windows, then it explodes, then mm -hmm. it shatters. So it takes such an incredible courage to look outside and see that storm and open the window in the face of that. It feels there's so much of my own practice that has felt like um, in AA, they talk about counter behavior. So like choosing the contrary action, choosing what feels like it makes the most sense and pausing and then choosing something that feels quite opposite often. Yeah, yeah, this is this is no season for logic. I'll tell you that much. Yes, all logic gone. <laughs> oh, I love it. Does anyone else have any anything you'd like to share? We're on Zoom right now for everyone listening. So that's why it sounds like this because my my best uh, logic right now was get everybody on Zoom and then try to play the unmute game. So that's what we're doing, just our FYI, full transparency. Miranda, I'm going to have you um, close us out, if you would. Miranda's going to just close this circle up. This has been such a beautiful conversation, such an amazing energy and insight from just amazing people that I respect tremendously. Thank you so much, all of you, for being here today and sharing in the space. And Miranda's going to go ahead and close us out today.
Thank you, ladies, for bringing your energy and your wisdom and your love together for us and for everyone that is joining in and listening. Thank you for all the work you do, all of the giving, the receiving that you are bringing in, the rebirth that you are going through. Um, I'd like to take a minute to return to that heart space that Brie brought us into, feeling that pulse, that sacred heartbeat, that drum, the drum that connects us all, the pulse within Mother Earth, within us, and within that source energy. And sending out light, sending out healing, gratitude, and also receiving receiving the love, receiving the healing, the support that is needed, and giving gratitude to this planet, to our great mother, for her support, for her endurance, for all of her plants and animal people, for all of the nurturing that she does for us daily. To the great mother and then to the source, the creator, God, universe, the superconscious that supports us daily and gives us the energy, gives us the wisdom and sending out gratitude to all of our guides, guardians, ancestors, animal powers, interdimensional beings, everyone that is supporting us and guiding us and protecting us during this time. Thankful, thankful for each other, thankful for the community and the support. And just sending out that gratitude and receiving that gratitude for each other. May we walk the sacred path together, may we support each other and follow this pulse, this heartbeat, to create the new way. Mopila. Thank you so much, Miranda. It's beautiful. Thank you all. I love you all so much. Mwah. I appreciate you. Thank you for all you do. Thank you. Love, love, love. Thank you, Kelly. Stay strong, everyone. Right. Yes, you too. Bye, ladies. Thank you so much. Bye.